Hey friend, thank you so much for joining us for this broadcast of Bible Tract Echoes. It's such a privilege to be talking to you today, and I'm excited to jump into the next discipleship study. If we're going to wrap up these discipleship studies by the end of the year, we're going to have to put this into overdrive here in just a little while, but we'll be in the book of Hebrews, chapter number four and verse number 12. I'd like you to join me there if you would. Hebrews chapter number four. I'll read that verse in just a few moments, but before I do, I'd like to tell you about some amazing experiences I had not long ago had the chance to fly out of state to California. Thankfully, I was not by myself. I unfortunately did not have my wife and my two little ones with me. Would have had a great time with them, but I had my good friend, Shahed Kalim. He is my good friend from Pakistan, and he is an integral part of our ministry. We print millions of gospel tracts in Pakistan every year. Now, we print millions of tracts and send them out all over the world. Over 100, close to 200 countries we've sent gospel tracts to. But Shahed in, in Pakistan, the work there is enormous. It's so needful, reaching that predominantly 90%, 85% Muslim country for the cause of Christ. Of course, there's Hindus and Sikh and all sorts of uh, Kardianis and all sorts of different religions, some Catholic, Charismatics, Presbyterians, Mormons, a melting pot. But 85% Muslim, and the work we get to do there through Shahed, and I'm so excited, Lord willing, pray with me about this. I am planning on, and this is, I'm let the cat out of the bag, I'm planning on, I don't know if I should say this on the, on the radio, on the record, but I'm really hoping, I'm praying that the Lord would allow me to visit Pakistan. I know, I know. You say, hold up a second. Can I go with you? Oh yeah, absolutely. You want to come with me? Let me know. Talk to me. My cell number, you can text me right now. You want to come to Pakistan? Let me know. 309, I'm dead serious. 309-316-7240. 309-316-7240. I'm very excited. I would love to go see what God does with our friend Shahed Kaleem in Pakistan. But I'm I'm getting off track here. We get to fly out to California. Now, we flew in late, late at night. It was Tuesday. So late at night. Here's the situation. We get there. We land late. We get our bag. We get our rental car. We have to drive an hour and a half, almost two hours to where we're staying. We get there. It's late at night. Of course, we're coming from central time. That means we go to sleep somewhere around 2.30, according to our body clocks, in the morning. And we're going to wake up in the morning. What are we going to do in the morning? Well, Here's what we got to do over the next couple of days. I'm not going to tell you all about it right now. Maybe we'll save it for another broadcast that we'll do with Brother Shahed. But we had the opportunity, and this was absolutely amazing. We had the opportunity to do two life-changing events for my life. We sat down first in a Sikh temple with a gentleman there. I don't know if you'd call him a member of the congregation, but we got to be served food by a Sikh priest. And now I enjoyed the food. The, the pastor that was with us, pastor, if you're listening right now, you know what I'm talking about. The food was just a little bit spicy for your taste, but I thought it was awesome. But got to sit there with a man that did not know Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. A man from another side of the world who was hospitable to us, that was very kind to us, and listened to Shahed as they talked, and many times in their own language, and they'd jump into English at times, but... That experience of sitting in another man's church, if you want to call it that, his temple, and knowing 
knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that he needed Jesus. That was life-changing. And then, and to take it up another notch, the next day, Shahed engaged some Muslim men that were in that area, Northern California, engaged them in conversation. And it seemed like in just a few moments, they invited he and I back to their Muslim mosque. And we had the chance to walk there and take our shoes off before we walked through the door. And we walked and saw the area where they would be praying five times daily and saw as they engaged with Shahed in conversation, talking about things of a religious nature. Now, we did not have the time or the ability in our whirlwind trip. We were just there for barely 48 hours. We did not have the time to get deep into the things of the gospel with these men, but seeds were planted. And I'm excited about the opportunity to go back out to that area of California, Northern California. There are so many different opportunities in so many areas of the country. And I'm so excited about the opportunity to support and be a part of the ministry that God gives us here at Bible Tracks and partnering with a man like Shahed Kaleem. I I told my wife and I told Shahed this, it's dangerous when he and I get in the same room together because all that happens is ideas bounce off like sparks. We're just constantly thinking of some amazing ways to do a great work for the cause of Christ. I told him, Shahed, we have so many great ideas and so little time. But you know what? We're working on that. We are working for the cause of Christ, and I'm so excited to be partnered with men like that. If you'd like to be a part of our ministry, if you'd like updates about what we do here at BTI, please, if you would, text me, 309-316-7240. I'm only half joking when I say if you want to come to Pakistan with me, text me. Lord only knows if that will be an opportunity, and if it ever is, I will let you know if you want to. Please contact me, 309-316-7240. Now turn in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 4. Here's the thought today. We are going to talk in just a moment. I'm going to give you Bible, a discipleship study. This is discipleship study number 15. I'm going to give you Bible in this area of the battle, the battle for your mind. Let's look at the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, and verse number 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. In this battle for your mind, I'd like to point this truth out. God knows all of your thoughts. God is keenly interested, not only in your actions, but also your thoughts. It's estimated by some that we have at least 10,000 thoughts on average each day. Now, I feel like I'm on the low end. I probably have about, let's see, four and a half thoughts every day compared to most people's 10,000. I'm not the brightest bulb in the box sometimes, but If we have close to 10,000, I say that jokingly, but if we have close to 10,000 thoughts a day, to God, your mind is a window without curtains. He is privy to each and every one of those thoughts. That's a sobering thought, isn't it? To think that God himself knows what we're thinking? Well, I'm glad he does because I need all the help I can get in this battle for the mind. Your Christian battlefield, it's not on 
the beaches of Normandy. It's not on the small island of Iwo Jima. It's not at Verdun. It's not in the plains of the Midwest. No, friend, your Christian battlefield is your mind. The world, the flesh, and the devil are in a constant war of aggression. A scorched earth policy is what they have as they try to assault your mind. Let me give you some Bible verses that might help you in this area. Romans chapter 8, verse 7 says, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Colossians 1.21 says, And you, that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. I'm so glad that he reconciled me to himself. I'm so glad that I can know the king of all eternity. But sometimes, what do I do? My mind becomes my enemy again. Hebrews 12.3 says, For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in our minds. Praise God we have such a great example in Jesus Christ of how to overcome hardships, lest we be, as the Bible said, weary and faint in our minds. You know, man and women, women more so, but men and women are very complex creatures. Have you ever seen a suicidal puppy? Or a depressed canary? I haven't either. Because we are a little bit more complex. Men, women, humanity, we struggle with more complex questions and problems than those of the animal kingdom. The book of Genesis, chapter number 6, verse 5 says this, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only what? Evil continually. Wow. So God was so concerned with the thoughts, the unrestrained and evil thoughts of man, that a little bit later on, he flooded the entire earth. Hmm. I wonder if we should consider getting our thoughts under control. Romans 1 verse 28, God speaks of the reprobate mind and the downward progression of civilization. If that's not a clearer picture of what you and I deal with in our world today, then I don't know what is. You see, friend, the mind, it's the control room or the computer of the Christian life. So let me ask you this, what kind of software do you have downloaded to your computer? Now, you can't really do anything about the hardware. God already issued that to you. Now, I'd recommend you take care of it. Don't bump your head up against hard things too often, or you might have some issues with your hardware. But let me say this. The software that you have chosen, no one else forced you to download, if you can follow me along this illustration, this figure of speech, no one has forced you to download the software that you have from this moment forward. You have the choice. You may have never thought of it this way, but what I'd like to challenge you to do in practical application right now is this. Let's be very careful. Maybe we need to delete some old programs from the workspace, the computer of our mind. 
what I'd like to do tomorrow is this. I'm going to focus on, after we've given this introduction to the mind, the battle of the mind, we're going to look at seeing and hearing. And I'd like to point out that what we see and what we hear have a great impact on who we become. Our thoughts, they produce actions. Actions produce habits. Habits produce lifestyles. So we're going to look at seeing and hearing. We're going to look at transforming our thoughts. We're going to look lastly at this. Three types of minds. Join us as we conclude our week of broadcasts tomorrow. Thank you so much for taking of your time to join us on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. As I've said, text me if you would. 309-316-7240. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.